The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors. Comcast, the Salt Lake Tribune, Simmons Media, the Utah Symphony Orchestra, MSN.com, any school district, their respective managements, owners, or employees. Hey, this is Carrie. You know, the Geek Show podcast is free to you, the consumer, because of fine, fine folks that uh, make this possible and pay for the party. We're talking, of course, our sponsors. I want to thank Dan, the laptop man at PC Laptops. Every desktop and laptop computer is proudly hand-built for you in the USA. And when you call PC Laptops, they will take the time to find out what you need and prescribe the best solution for you so you're not getting some pre-built box of cheap, low-quality junk that most companies offer. So go to PCLaptops.com. Also, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, otherwise known as the Friendly Comic Book Store in Salt Lake City, 2043 East, 3300 South. They offer a hold or a pull, as it's known in some parts of the country. 10% discount off of purchases with twenty uh, over $20 for your hold subscribers. They also offer a monthly free previews catalog that comes free with the hold, so you can continue your habit. Uh, also, SecretCompassCollectibles.com, that Boba Fett fig, uh, figure that you'll see right as soon as you click on it. Want? Uh, they deal primarily in limited edition movie merchandise, uh, prop replicas, statues, maquettes, costumes, and things like that. So uh, direct dealers of just about every movie merchandise manufacturer in the industry, secretcompasscollectibles.com. And, of course, our new sponsor, coastcitystyles.com. They've uh, got a huge selection of uh, comic book and pop culture T-shirts so that fanboys and girls can be geeky without looking too geeky. Everything you can imagine as well as uh, obscure uh, movie and pop culture like belt buckles, hats, and other uh, toys and things like that. All there. Free shipping on orders over $50 at CoastCityStyles.com. It's Geek Show Podcast, and you can thank them for that. That's just called Tuesday in Texas. <laughs> That's right. Asian Ripley. Uh... Rippery. This is a show that couldn't even afford a fucking monkey for the Wonder Twins. You would like that. Yeah, I like that. That's awesome. Bitchers quit bitching. Spoiler alert. There you go. You're gonna get, and you're gonna get a sneak peek at the new sneak peek at uh, the new uh, Green Lantern animated movie. I don't like it. If I don't like it, I'm gonna come up here and fuck you up. (laughs) Geekshowpodcast.com. And welcome back to the basement. No. Yeah. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. Hey. We're bringing it out loud. We're excited. We got more alcohol. Uh, I just, us. like I said before, last episode. Anybody mm-hmm. want to? Right. I just, I feel so good for the people <laughs> that they, yeah. get, this. they yeah. get this. They I mean, are so Jesus lucky. Jesus Christ! <laughs> and there's so many ways to get it now. Such as the stitchers. You got the stitcher, which is my preferred way. Me, the stitcher. Although that's a stitcher. That's just for me, though. I want everyone else to subscribe on iTunes because, for some reason, that's what's important. Yeah, I don't know why, but that's the way it is. Uh, I I blame Steve Jobs. You know what else people need to do? Hmm? They need to go give us a review on there. Well, yes, and, that and, also and, helps. and say something shitty about me. That oh. also helps. <laughs> uh, he, he, he participates. <laughs> you know, they've said shitty things about all of us. Have they really? Except, uh, except me. I don't look. That happens to me on a daily basis. I'm going to change that. I love it that we're homophobes. Know that? What? I, yeah. I, I like it that we hate us. We got called homophobes. Well, that's why we make. Um, he has to sit on the other side of the table. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, clearly. <laughs> okay. But that's just because I was late. Oh. <laughs> Usually, I get to sit between people. I feel like we're judging you. Yeah, we make the gay, <laughs> we make the gays sit at the back of the we, podcast. <laughs> here, here, here's the here's the 
Here's the thing. I, I, if, if we had a woman, she'd be writing back there. But uh, I've, I, and Pierce knows what I'm going to and Jeff too. I've been doing this long enough to know. You just don't read that shit. I don't. You know? I like to read it because I like to see. Jesus. I came across. I don't um, even finish it. If it's in my email, I just go. You know, if it starts with "Hey, dipshit," I go, "Okay, right there." Uh, thanks. <laughs> no, the way thank review, you. I like thank to go you so on much, and, Dad. I like to go on and read the reviews every once in a while, and they always start out really nice. Oh la la! But that Shannon's a real cockhole. A cockhole. <laughs> Actually, I think you call that. I no, think they're no, saying no, you're no, cockhole at the top. It, um, <laughs> hate dipshit is mean, but when they say "What's up, fuckface?" <laughs> yeah, then then it's right. Like, delete. 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 No, just, well, nothing. Click. Yeah. <laughs> well, just remember my token response. What is this? To, letters to hustler to, to all the hate mail to all the hate mail i used to get thank you for your email mail that has given all the consideration it, it deserves, deserves. i've sent that out once is that your week. is that your template reply my template yeah, response right. is sounds great thanks for listening yeah <laughs> whatever whatever yeah. it is mine's go fuck you know, yourself i accidentally this week came <laughs> eat a bag across, of dick <laughs> i came across something um a commentary which of course the guy who you know it was a blogger who had taken bits of a column that I had written and left off parts so it was out of context. Right. And I was it, I was being... Oh, yeah, you twi- you tweeted about that. I was being a, called a, a homophobe and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and I know. Um, but this would be for a column, I kid you not, that I got a thank you letter from Glad. Really? Ooh. And this person was taking it as an make example of bags? how I was anti-gay. So, yeah. <laughs> I, oh. I didn't know the the sandwich bag company was so concerned with the two A's. Two A's. Oh, 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 is it glad? Is it glad or is it? Is it it's, uh, the, it's glad. <laughs> is it now, <laughs> that was homophobic? That's what we're talking about. I wouldn't anyway. say that was homophobic. Is it glad or is it the LGBT that like says what terms are okay to use now? Well, see, like, I, 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 I heard I, that queer is now okay. Yeah. See, that's the thing. See, is and that, I can't do it. As I think fact, it's weird. When I, I was at, as a matter of fact, when I was at the Deseret News, I went and complained to the management. Maybe this is why I got fired. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I went and complained and said, because we printed a letter to the editor that called gay people queer. Yeah. And yeah. I said, this is unacceptable. And they're like, oh, well, we heard him at the parade going. We're here. We're queer. And I said, yes, well, the black people use the N-word with each other, and we wouldn't print that well, in that, the letter. Yeah. But now, see, I was told uh, by, uh, by nice. Charles Frost that, that queer is fine, but tranny is not. Yes, I know. Really? But then, really? But yeah, then, Neil Patrick no. Harris got in trouble with it. Neil but Patrick then, Harris apologized. Then, I also, I also hear, I also hear um, we're not supposed to refer to people as but, queens. But, here, but here's the thing is that I was talking to a guy today who's, who's in San Francisco – and and right in the middle of it, and I said, hey, you go to uh, – and, and he's a gay guy. And I said, you need to go to this place called SF Asia. And he goes, what are you doing there? That's a tranny bar. Yeah. Well, and I said, wait a minute. Wait, wait, I thought we can't use that so, word. So tranny is not acceptable. Tranny's not acceptable. Huh. I, you know, I, think I think queer it, is sort of a generational thing too. Like the kids today are saying it, but old folks like me still find it offensive. It comes down to this. People are going to find shit to get offended by. Mm-hmm. And whether 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 you mean any damage in your statement or not, someone's going to find something offensive. Oh, about shut it. the fuck up, honky. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I know. No, because, because I mean, seriously, I don't have I don't have an intol- I don't have any intolerance in me at all, and I've had people accuse me of all kinds of shit, and it's not. It's just people are going to find something to, well, just depending on the same mind like they're a in. True well, cracker. and and perfect evidence of that. Thank you for the oh, segue. The setup and Jackson set comes into the school. Accidental. Here it is. No, we rehearsed we rehearsed this for seven hours. It? We rehearsed <laughs> it. Yeah. You guys, <laughs> you guys think this show is an accident, but it's fucking you well rehearsed. But you know what's weird is that this show is very scripted. 
Is it? Oh, we, we spend four oh, okay. days a week. Hold it. I lost my... Hold it. No. Okay, we're line, back on. Line, 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 notes. line. What's my line? People being offended <clears throat> by, yes. by things. I'm offended uh, by Seeing that. things that are not there. Uh, and you brought it up. We were, and I said, yes, we're going to talk about it. Uh, this happened some weeks ago. Uh, Fox Business News. Oh, Finds an insidious message oh, for, for kids yeah. in Jason Siegel's uh, family-friendly hit, The Muppets. The Muppets. Well, you guys call it The Muppets. I call it The Commies. Fuck yeah. The Commies at home. Uh, let's see. <laughs> in, in, in case you haven't seen it yet, it says here it follows uh, Kermit and the gang uh, as they put on a telethon to save their beloved Muppet studio uh, from an oil baron who wants to level it and drill. Tex Richman. Tex Richman. Hobo Joe. See, so so here it is. Uh, this is from uh, Follow the Money host Eric Bowling put out. This is. Uh, is liberal Hollywood using class warfare to brainwash our kids? <laughs> now, I'd like to know. How do you know that's what Jason, uh, well, what Jason Siegel was doing? Exactly. Like, but in that one sentence, there's code. Uh, there's Fox News code. This oh, is something that I follow. Liberal liberal, warfare. liberal Hollywood and class warfare. Yep. Sure. These are terms that Fox and people of their ilk have Fox made friends. up. To paint you in a picture, to do this to you. Yeah. So it's class warfare. It's like people are like, oh, fuck. It's like, it's class warfare if the poor people pick on the rich. Mm-hmm. Ah. If the rich people pick on the poor, that's just called progress. This is called good business. That's just well, business. Miss Piggy uh, kind of does look like Stalin. But uh, <laughs> but here it is. Uh, he says, uh, uh, while one of his experts lumps the Muppets and Cars 2 in the same category as Syriana and There Will Be Blood. Mm. <laughs> Are you kidding me? So, the villain Tex Richmond so who was the slow Cooper, news week in Asshole Cooper. Central. That's like code for rich man. See here's yeah. Oh, see here's the thing. What? No, I can't. And rich man oil. Did there you guys is, catch that? There is Texas? no such thing as every day is a slow news day when you have twenty four hours of programming to fill. Very true. Right. So that's why they have to do these sort of. Well, it's is also the head well, dead yet. Do you know? How many of you guys you watch uh, Raising uh, Hope? Raising Hope. <laughs> yes. Of course, Lisa would watch that. She goes, "I've got an idea." <laughs> a network that does twenty four hours twenty four hour news that and she goes, Oh wait, no. That would never work because then they'd just have to sensationalize every little bit of trivial news that here's, they could here's, and here's a funny yeah. here's a really funny thing. Radio station I worked at uh, about five, six years ago. Um, we were accused of being uh, liberally biased. Now, this is really, really funny because mm-hmm. um, the guy who was actually our news director, who was accused of having the liberal bias, um, born-again Christian, uh, mm-hmm. right-winger, uh, actually believes that uh, gay people uh, should not not be allowed in our country or have anything to do with anything. Put them on an island. Yeah, put them on. Uh, no, gay island. Not, be the most fabulous island fire, ever. Not, fire island where not, too far, not too far from the truth, actually, with, with this guy. But what's funny is when this when this liberal bias thing came up with this radio station, the station manager, the guy who owned everything, invited these people to come in, and he showed off his office, he showed off his house, he showed off everything else, and he said, "Do you think I'm that liberal? Liberal? Maybe maybe you can accuse him of a bias, but I guarantee you, the radio station, uh, the cluster you work for, mm-hmm. not being operated by a bunch of liberals. God no. I, I guarantee you, Hollywood is not being operated by a bunch of liberals. <laughs> they're all business people, yeah. and they're all." 
well, pretty damn conservative. Well, I here's here. So that's that's that was the big complaint. Is right. that right. it's he's hiding messages. He's making the rich guy a bad guy. Uh, so the, the director finally came out and said, "What? It's just it's the classic villain. Exactly. Yes, you know, that's he just, can't even you know, do a maniacal laugh. He, you know, twisting his mustache <laughs> and laugh, laughing. You know, it's, well, that's it, what I said. It's like know. it's like snidely whiplash. It's like silent movies where they tie that. You know, he ties the girl to the train tracks. Mm-hmm. And for that matter, if you go back and read Shakespeare, most of them royal rich people don't turn out mm-hmm. well in the end. And poor people well, don't have the even... means to set a scheme in motion. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. We don't have the train. We can't get the poison. It's That's not true. like we can buy the fucking rope in yeah. the first place. Well, and funny, you it's say, like we can't, we can't rent to own the fucking yeah. puppet theater. Yeah, what are, what are we going <laughs> to do? Get a, get a storage cubicle to keep our dastardly schemes and our supplies in order? But you talk about you know classic villains, and I you know I think you know mustache twisty mustache yeah. and cigar meh like that and what's funny is that after he the Muppet Walter encounters Tex Richmond for the first time mm-hmm. he's in the car and they go what'd he say and he's like he was like meh yeah. she and meh and they're like did he really talk like that and he's like well, that's how I pictured him in my head <laughs> well, yeah. oh, well, but oh. Lee is actually correct how can you be an effective villain if you're the poor guy? Right, right. You can't do anything to anybody. You can't. You can't. I mean, seriously, think about Dexter as a as a high school dropout with no money. Yeah, and, exactly. End of story. I mean, uh, what well, is he going to do? Uh, Kill everybody in the trailer park? Poor well, Carrie. I don't think the this. Joker had like, a lot of money. Uh, my favorite punchline for the story was he the Huffington money. <laughs> Huffington Post version, which said the Teletubbies were unavailable for comment. <laughs> <laughs> well, but now that I found this on the internet uh, somewhere. I can't it must remember. Must be true. I, I wish I could uh, credit a source, but. This is this is what a person wrote. It says the truth is, yes, the Muppets paints Chris Cooper's Tex Richmond as an unrepentant villain, and he's after money, pure and simple. He's evil and wealthy. But what the Fox people don't seem to realize or point out is that in the Muppets, Kermit is living in a Beverly Hills mansion yep, right. with a robot driving his Rolls Royce. <laughs> 80s, well, well, 80s, 80s robot. robot. Yeah. 80s robot. Gonzo is a successful toilet magnate. Yes. Right? And rich. And very, Miss very Piggy rich. is a tray fabulous magazine editor at Paris Vogue. The other one's all fucked up is Fozzie. I think he also, has a drug problem. Well, so I am, I, am, also, I am wondering, though, why didn't they just use their money? It goes on to say... That a dec- decades ago, the Muppets received and signed the standard rich and famous contract That's right. from, from Orson Welles. So yes, the Muppets in the original Muppet movie. are the 1%. But rather than see that the Muppet paints both sides of the rich person picture, that you can be rich and noble just as easily as you can be rich and vile, it's easier for Fox to find selective evidence condemning Hollywood and to shout brain ro- brainwashing from the rich. Why well, are there so many songs about assholes? I know. <laughs> why, why are there so many songs about assholes? What's on the... Oh, sorry. <laughs> What's in the other side? <laughs> well, but you, you know, can think about it, all of our popular... But, uh, all of our popular cinema has done that. You think about the incredibly rich and powerful Emperor Palpatine. Uh, there's there's no way that without his millions that he could have built his Death Star. Now, unless I'm Brian, I don't think this, about that and that think, often. And you think his hero, the hero, was basically a, 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 a crop duster. A what, literal what dirt farmer. farmer. What the Muppets him. taught me was that if you come into across a rich Texas asshole, you hit them with a bowling ball, and mm-hmm. they become nice. Oh. Yeah. So let's go buy some bowling so balls. So that... Yeah, let's start know, hitting assholes with bowling balls. Do you know it's that the they assholes actually, and bowling balls project? Whatever. Raising money now. 
What do I give a fuck? They're going to raise my taxes. I need in about a helmet. Three weeks. <laughs> do you know when they were in, when they were in the Muppet Studios, like those deteriorating buildings? That really was the Muppet. Yeah. Yeah. Really? You could, you could see La Brea like outside the the gates. Seriously, no. it must be sad inside. I'll have to go see yes, that. Yes, but they just they, well, it's Charlie Chaplin's old studio. Oh, and it's um, very Muppet. Here's now. a let's make this whole. Does first, Alan Arkin still live there? Let's no. make this whole first half of the show. <laughs> this weekend, shut the fuck up. Oh, oh yeah, shut the front door. Because that's I have, my favorite. It's, it's my favorite that one segment. Down. It's been a number of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's why we do several at a time. We, we just cover them. Yeah. Uh, so that was part of the This Week in Shut the Fuck Up. But part two. Ooh. Part two. I found this on uh, Kotaku. Oh, yeah. What's that? One of the world's oh. largest and most respected humanitarian groups in the world, the Red Cross. Oh, liberal fucks. Yeah. Is... Well, just wait. <laughs> just wait till you hear people. what these liberals are doing. Uh, I don't want to. You don't want to. I'm against it. They're giving money to the Muppets. They are investigating <laughs> yes. whether the Geneva and Hague conventions should be applied to the fictional rec- recreation of war in video games. What? <laughs> the Red Cross <laughs> what? is concerned that war simulations such as Call of Duty and Battlefield depict violations of international humanitarian law. Yeah, that, that, we we do that all the time as a government. And though. the next step, but you, clearly, the next step will be invading each of our minds to see if we're thinking bad so thoughts. Wait, so wait, when about I about the Red Cross, when I when I, get the books. when I kill somebody, <laughs> when I kill somebody in uh, Call of Duty, and I go over there and squat my balls in their forehead, is that against? That's, that's probably that's a war crime. Next thing you're going to be in Geneva getting tried for teabagging. <laughs> this, this goes back to the age-old argument. I mean, if you commit a, if you commit a crime in a video game, does that mean you're a criminal? If uh, no. no. No, not at all. No. Ladies and gentlemen, Jimmy Martin's on trial for <laughs> teabagging. <laughs> evidence, evidence A, left testicles. <laughs> evidence B, Kentucky? there's crimes against humanity yeah. and, and teabagging. During, during humanity. first ever introduction of Scrotum Prince. During, <laughs> during the recent... <laughs> scrotum Prince! <laughs> You're gonna take my scrope prints. You, reala- you realize you got a dust for him. You realize you realize his name on Fox News is gonna be the Teabag Taliban. <laughs> Mr. Martin, we're going to need you to dip this testicle in ink. Uh, turn no, to the right. <laughs> turn to now, the right. Mr. Now, Jimmy, Jimmy, show us on the door where the, where the bad man teabagged you on the forehead. Turn to the right. So let me get this straight, Mr. Martin. You're saying that you called the guy a fucking douchebag as you played your testicles upon his forehead. I said douche I'd... nozzle. <laughs> get it right. That's we... right. And it was the right testicle first. Jimmy, it's Jimmy Teabag Taliban Martin. God. Are you fucking kidding me with this bullshit? The 31st International Conference of the Red Cross and Red Crescent, the group uh, held an event to address... That would be the Islamic oh, Red Cross. Oh, God. To address their role and responsibility to take action against violations of IHL I'm, I'm in tired video of playing games. Modern, I am tired of playing modern warfare with Jimmy Martin. <laughs> Get your balls off my forehead. But now here's why you should be afraid. Oh, I'm Uh-oh. Tuck my balls afraid. in. <laughs> Just retract them. In this instance, the Red Cross has more power than the U.S. government. Oh, oh, what? What? The Red I want Cross, my blood back. The Red Cross... <laughs> Is the only institution explicitly named under international humanitarian law, the Geneva Convention, 
as a controlling authority. They have more power than the U.S. government. Not more than my teabagging Taliban. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Rich Taylor, Senior VP for Communications and Industry Affairs of Entertainment Did you say Software Rip Taylor? Yes. Sure. <laughs> I, that explains everything. This Warfield needs confetti. Now, naturally, balls on your forehead and confetti. The Entertainment Software Association is is going to fight it. Uh, it says we can't uh, comment on the merits or specifics of the uh, the Red Cross proposal. Jimmy's gonna be there, new poster um, boy. The video game developers <laughs> include IHL into their games. Okay. That, that's what they want. The International Hockey League. Yeah, <laughs> because the city area, the National what a bunch Hockey of League. However, they are immovably committed <laughs> to developers' rights and all this. The Red Cross concerns, this is the part that we can't figure out, is they, they only seem to be about these war games. So I guess in Portal, you know, you'll be fine. So I can teabag the portals? I guess. <laughs> or in Grand Theft Auto, you can kill a hooker. You know, right. <laughs> teabag her. That's fine. <laughs> Take your but, teabagging to something off the war field. But your, your Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3... Maybe not so much. Should I stop? Uh, should I stop teabagging people in that Disneyland game? Yes, clearly. <laughs> clean of hearts, sir. Take no, it's Tigger. It's his. It's his connect. <laughs> I, I have two thoughts on of the, on this character. Mm -hmm. One is, well, I now know why they're called the Red Cross. The fucking, Red fucking commies. Oh. And and two. Red Cross, don't you have some fucking people to help? <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> this is what you're spending your time no, doing. No, 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 no. Actually, actually, the world's okay right now. Everything's <laughs> fine. No under is anywhere. Natural not disasters, yeah. hey, not a single one. Hey, Red Cross, isn't everything fucked up everywhere? Yeah. <laughs> well, Jesus. According to our teabagging report, everything's fine. <laughs> but it's all because right. of video games. No, I mean, video games, we've, we've got some interest. They're worried about that. How about how about the people who wish that they would make it so you could kill the children in Skyrim? You know, that's... that's you right. killed a kid in Skyrim, didn't you? You can't kill a kid in Skyrim. Oh, but Bethesda's made it so that you can't in, in that game. What's, what were the other the Fallout games? You can't kill kids. <laughs> Do you have to ask them if they're now, 18 before you stick a knife that, in their throat? Does that mean that I want to kill a kid in real life? Because I know you're a father. Clearly there are days. <laughs> 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 I gotta say... At my job at the 7-Eleven, there's several children that just strangle to death every day. Like that one who keeps... Messing up the Slurpee station? You know what I mean? The one, you little shit! The one who keeps turning his nachos in late? Yeah. yeah. All you need well, is kill. When teabagging's not enough, you gotta go for the kill. Yeah. yeah. Well, I never said I wanted to teabag a kid, Jimmy. <laughs> it's like dying. <laughs> It's a slow death. You just die inside a little bit. Yeah, you die inside. Just yawn. Just yawn. <laughs> you know, I never sit next to Kerry, so I don't know what he's writing down, and I'm afraid he's writing down bad things about down, it. It's all the same thing. Oh. It's all the same thing. Well, all no, he's, he's an no informant. So you know, I usually sit over there. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. It's all shit to go in our permanent file. I yeah. thought so. <laughs> Have you seen our file? This is going on your permanent record. Six inches thick. No, if oh, you want to, yeah. if you if you want to see, just go to uh, the website, and that's the uh, the uh, episode uh, synopsis. Okay, that's you say six inches thick. Down. It's really only four and a this half. This episode's <laughs> called Balls. See, like, depends on how excited I am about oh, yeah. it. But he uses the file very well. See, like right now, I have written hate mail, gay island. <laughs> <laughs> Hate mail on Gay Island. The poor can't pull off a scheme. Why are there so many songs about assholes? You are committing war crimes. 
dust for scrotum prints and, and teabagging is like dying. <laughs> I think that's an excellent summary, but you know what? I we never did this episode. What? Introduce anybody. We'll introduce the panel and then take a break and then we'll get back uh, oh, here in a moment. Jesus. Why TV, are there so TV critic uh, Scott Pierce. Follow me on that effing Twitter. It's the <laughs> at Scott D. Pierce. I have hundreds. I want thousands. He is hilarious, by the way. SLTrib.com. Read his stuff. Uh, working at which 7 Eleven? 7 Eleven on 5th uh, East. State, no, State Maine. No, State Maine. No, 13th South. No, no, around the corner of State Maine. He, he's going to relocate East. Come on in. Uh, the more gift cards I sell yep. <laughs> this month, more phone plans. <laughs> I get a bonus. It's going to make a big difference. I'll be able to buy a new the, knee. You know what? I'm going to get international phone cards. Yeah. I'm going to buy a whole bunch of Modern Warfare game time. Certificates, yeah. so I can Bonus. log in all the Hi, I, I, last toy maker to the king. I, I set up my booth on the corner of State and Maine. He does, yeah. Uh, and um, <laughs> married at the movies over here. The big oh, movie hi. mouth off, Jeff and Jimmy. Uh, Apparently, I like to put my balls on things. <laughs> <laughs> well, to, well, we could ask Jeff. He's your partner. Yeah, <laughs> check his forehead for prints. <laughs> <laughs> Dust. Dust oh, cares. there's multiple sets oh, there. Oh, Somebody called Grissom. Jeff looks traumatized. <laughs> Just yawn, Jeff. the first three minutes of a CSI episode. That's how, that's how, that's how you wind down after you have to watch <laughs> After I watch an album of the Chipmunks. <laughs> Oh, Just it, let me rest my balls right uh, here for a Jeff, minute. come on. Did it, you go see Alvin and Joe? This looks, morning. Yeah. It looks to me like yeah. Jeff is being kept on the ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll have you guys review Alvin and the Chipmunks after this. No, we won't. <laughs> no. <laughs> Never mind. I, I've got other stuff here for you. After these messages, we'll be right back. We're not going to talk about balls. <laughs> SecretCompassCollectibles.com. want to thank them for coming back on to Geek Show Podcast. Uh, we love them. They're uh, terrific. The customer service is unmatched. And uh, they got a brand new website. It's easier to lo- uh, use. It looks better. You can just search you know, like Star Wars if you want to find a Star Wars collectible or Star Trek. It's all there. Uh, here's what they're uh, pushing right now. Brand new website. Easy to use. And there are uh, some products they want to tell you about. Star Wars The Blueprints, limited edition book from Epic Inc., 336 pages of production blueprints, droid blueprints, ship blueprints. The book itself is the size of a coffee table, and with these blueprints, you could probably make your own Death Star. Also, the uh, one, one scale Heath Ledger as the Joker bust from Hollywood Collectibles Group looks like he's right there in your living room. And they are taking pre-orders for the 12-inch, Uh, 12-inch 11th Doctor Who figure, limited edition figure from Big Chief. My recommendation is these 12-inch Kenner action figures by Gentle Giant. I've already got my Jawa and my 3PO and R2 are on their way. SecretCompassCollectibles.com is the website, or you can find a link on our website, SecretCompassCollectibles.com. Hey, this is Dan the Laptop Man from PC Laptops. It's here, the new 2012 Titan. It's powered by the incredible Intel Core i7 processor. The 2012 Titan comes with the very best warranty on the planet. The PC Laptop's lifetime parts and labor warranty. That means your computer is covered forever. Your hard drive, your RAM, your keyboard, your processor. Everything is warrantied forever. Isn't that amazing? No one else does that. And to make it extra sweet and affordable, you can get it for less than $60 a month. Plus, we're doing zero down, zero interest financing for a year. OAC. Isn't that sweet? 
Have an old computer? Bring it in, and we'll buy it from you and transfer all your stuff over for free. So get into any one of our PC Laptops locations right now, or call us at one 596 save or check us out at PCLaptops.com. That's PCLaptops.com. PC Laptops, we love you! Uh, this is the broken news, the rest of the episode of Geek Show Podcast called Hate Mail from Gay Island. Uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah, I up. remember that. It's coming up. It's the name of the episode, Hate Mail from Gay Island. What's the postage stamp on something like that? The what? The postage. The postage from yeah. Gay Island? Yeah. Uh, six coconuts. Oh, yes. yes. It's gone up. <laughs> and it's fabulous. Uh, let's see. So uh, uh, joining me here in the broken newsroom, we call it broken news because you have the internet. This is stuff that you probably should be aware of but aren't because you have a life. But you listen to podcasts while you work, and, and that's we collect the information for you. Jimmy Martin and Jeff Weiss, married at the movies. Hello. Oh, hi. Cute couple you two are. Uh, let's see now. Uh, I've got a few things uh, here. Have has any of have either of you uh, encountered uh, someone who has the iPhone with Siri in it? You know, my iPhone used to have Siri on it before the 4S, well, and then then when you updated it, it took it off. It took it off, and now you can't get it anymore. Hmm. It was it was an app. Mm-hmm. So did you uh, like it? Did it work? Was it no, fun? It was a piece of shit. You hated it. Uh-huh. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Well, because it's all the rage now. <laughs> Siri yeah. is all the rage. So not to be outdone. Yes. Oh. Not to be outdone. Uh-huh. Google. Right. It's called Majel. Majel? As in Majel Barrett? Yes. Roddenberry? <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're calling it Majel, but it's not her voice. Well, because she's dead. But uh, they're they're doing or it as is she? they're doing it as a <laughs> tip of the hat. Oh, cute. To Majel Barrett. Uh, Google has announced they're going to launch their own Siri type app in uh, January or February of twenty twelve. And it's going to be called Majel. Now I have a Google phone. Maybe I can get Majel. I, I, I don't want it unless it does sound like her. Even though you know I hate her. I know. <laughs> it's ironic. It is. Um, but if you're calling it Majel, I want it to sound like her. And maybe it's a bad idea anyway because it's kind of hard to say. Majel. Majel. If I was going to get an app, I'd you know if someone's going to serve me. I wanted it to be called Alfred. Alfred. So Jarvis. That's what I want. Jarvis. Jarvis. Oh. Or Stephen Fry is the voice of the Hitchhiker's Guide. Or Hal, and he can tell you not to do bad things. Yes. Oh, Dave, see, that's, that's what the kind are of you thing doing, I want. Dave? I cannot find any abortion clinics in your area, Dave. <laughs> but I learned a song when I was programmed. Would you like to hear it? Yeah, I'd rather have Hal than if you had, Angel. If you asked Hal to show you where the screen times for Jack and Jill, I'm sorry, I can't do that. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Hal. So, yeah, welcome, Majel. <coughs> Coming soon. Uh, let's see. Uh, Thor 2. We're narrowing down the names for a director. <laughs> I don't know why they're having such a hard time with this. Yeah, superhero movies, usually people yeah. climb to get it. but uh, Alan Taylor is the new front runner. And, and by the time you hear this, he probably will have signed, just so you know. So we'll have a director for Thor 2. Uh, let's see. Other broken news. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you played Just Cause Scorpion Rising video game? Uh, yeah, because it's going to be a movie. Uh, oh, yay. <laughs> the game's actually really fun. Is it? Oh, yeah. It, it, you make money by blowing shit up. Really? Uh. You basically, the whole, if, I, if it's the game I'm thinking of, it's a game that uh, you're on like an island, like down in uh, Latin America, and the whole point is to get the island to go to war. 
So you're making it look like other, you know, gangs are setting each other shit on fire and blowing it up. Let's see. So. Yeah, it's it's uh, uh, centers on a black ops agent, yep. codenamed the Scorpion, <laughs> who enters a guerrilla war to overthrow a dictator. Yep. Uh, it uh, it was released uh, earlier this year. Three point five million copies. Third game in development. Uh, the movie is the focus of the or will focus on the origin of the Scorpion. Nice. Rico Rodriguez. <laughs> what a terrible it's, name. It's a game that uh, the more shit you blow up, the more chaos you create. And the way you take over a certain region of the of the island is by creating ultimate chaos. Oh, that's, that's always fun. <laughs> uh, let's see. So this guy, Brian Edward Hill, is going to uh, uh, rewrite the screenplay. Uh, he, he's, uh, he's responsible for... He co-wrote Broken Trinity, Pandora's Box, a Witchblade miniseries for Top Cow... And created the image comic Seven Days from Hell. Well, there you go. It could be All a great right. turn your brain off summer movie. Mm-hmm. Well, lots of explosions. Yeah. Sounds like Rico Rodriguez. Oh, I hope they <laughs> cast Sam Worthington in that part. <laughs> terrible name. All right. Uh, let's see. I got to, oh, uh, Paradise Lost. You remember they're making the movie of the of the poem? Right. Because, uh, you know, kids love, Mil- kids love Milton. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's a fact. <laughs> uh, well, maybe not so fast. Maybe they went, well, maybe we shouldn't make this. <laughs> Bradley Cooper starring as Lucifer, remember? Uh, so they're slowing it down. They, they say, like, it's going to cost too much money. His popped collar has horns on it. Yep. <laughs> Slow down a little bit there on uh, Paradise Lost, because, uh, yeah. Did you see the concept art of what Bradley Cooper would have looked like as the crow? No. Oh, God. It looked like a shitty version of Chris Angel. <laughs> Complete with a top hat. It was terrible. I'm glad that fell off. <laughs> oh, top of the morning to you. Oh, oh time to die. Oh, and now uh, this is uh, this is big all over the internet right now about uh, Doctor Who. Uh, of course, you got the Christmas episode coming up on Christmas Day mm-hmm. on BBC America. You can watch it. Uh, but, uh, you know, I've been enjoying this new season of Doctor Who and the season before that, mm-hmm. and uh, I've never been a Doctor Who fan. It's 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 always been clear, but I... Well, they finally started taking it seriously. Well, they, they started doing it, and, and it's been really cool. Well, when you got a good thing, you, you don't fuck with it, right? Well, yeah, well, that's what you should do. Maybe not so much. No. Uh, because uh, Amy and Rory are leaving Doctor Who. No! Uh, yes, Stephen Moffat at the BBC TV uh, Centre in London uh, at a screening for the Christmas special said, uh, the final days of the ponds are coming. I'm not telling you when or how, but that story is going to come to a heartbreaking end. Ooh. Oh. Says. So they're not leaving on their own accord. I, I don't know. Sounds like they're getting written off. It sounds like they're being written out. Yeah, and maybe killed off. That's, I think that's a good thing. I don't know. Do you think? Well, I mean, I think it's a good thing because <laughs> I mean, I like the characters, but I'm I'm yeah, not. Yeah, but, but I'm not invested needs, in them. Like, everybody yeah. needs to get killed. Yeah, it's I'm not. In, I'm not invested in them like Who fans. You know, like diehard right. Whovians. Uh, he also said that the Doctor is going to meet a new friend, and the role has not been cast yet. Ooh. There was that one episode with the hot chick with the car. <laughs> she was, she's the one. She should run around with the doctor. It was, the, it was let's kill Hitler. Yeah. It was the one. She went back to kill Hitler. Do that. Put her in there in skimpy clothing. <laughs> you hear me? You damn British. All right. You won't listen to me. It's because you're American. It's because I'm American. Uh, let's see. Uh, this is uh, this is very cool. I I am big kudos to Louis C.K. We're all fans, uh, huge uh, fans. Yeah. And this is the coolest thing in the world. Um, once again, just just putting record companies out of business. You know, they're just 
and it, most media. He's putting most media on notice with this one thing that he has done. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Jimmy, yeah, the, Jimmy's yeah. not sure what I'm talking about, are you? The, yeah. the, 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 the stand-up thing? Stand-up yeah. special live at the Beacon Theater. Yeah, yeah. He flipped the bill for it himself, yeah. mm-hmm. put it online, said, here it is, five bucks. Yeah. Right. If you were to go see him live, you'd pay Oh, more. Yeah. Yeah. And he explains the reason for that is because I've got to pay for the theater, the advertising, the you know, he yeah. says if it was up to me, if it was just me, I'd charge you five bucks to come see me. But uh-huh. all the other costs have to be covered. Well well and the other thing he did, in addition to the five bucks, is he offered artwork that you could download if you wanted to burn it on a DVD. Uh-huh. <laughs> you would have a cover yeah, for nice. your burned DVD. All available on his website. Uh, and uh, So this is what he's doing now. This is uh, his website. He will control all aspects mm-hmm. of his performances. Now, tickets will be sold through his website. Uh, you know, it, it, it's, cool. it is just great that he has done this. He has eliminated all that extra cost and all that extra stuff made it more affordable and more accessible to people. Now, on, on his site, is it free on the site, or you pay the five bucks and then you get it? You pay the five bucks and then you can download. Yeah, because mm-hmm. so, I had read somewhere yeah. that, because uh, obviously when you put something online, people are going to start pirating it and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And I had read somewhere that he wrote, he goes, look, if you want to fucking take it, take it. And he's like, but if, if you watch it and you enjoy it, Give five me my bucks. five bucks. Yeah. You know? <laughs> he says, I know that I can't stop yeah, the pirates. Which I thought it was even but, cool, you know? Yeah. Uh, but here's, here's what he did. He also called it live at the Beacon Theater. Right. Because if you just do a special at a theater and don't mention the name of where it was, mm-hmm. it costs you more. Yeah. They say if you say at the Beacon Theater, we'll knock twenty grand off or whatever well, it is. You know, it's advertising. Yeah, smart. So that's another thing he did. Uh, it's it is now available on his website. I think it's just louisck.com. Now here's here's the first few days performances. Uh, Louis C.K. special has sold more than one hundred and ten thousand copies, uh, which was available on on Saturday for five dollars. Uh, now this is a week ago. Half mil, uh, half mil. Said in a, a Tuesday night post on louisck.net, uh, according to the Times, more than 50,000 of the sales came from the first 12 hours. Nice. And again, that's that's just all him. Now, he said from the gross sales, mm-hmm. uh, Louis had to subtract about 170000 for production costs, okay. about 32000 for development of his site right. and other costs, getting him to a profit of about $200,000 at that point. Right. And it, and it will just continue. So and everything's paid for. So the experiment worked. And, and, and. <laughs> yeah. It was $5. Isn't yeah. that great? It's really cool. So he's going to continue following this model. Louis C.K. is a genius, period. And and kudos. I know he's not flipping the bird to, to, to all these other industries and stuff intentionally because he's not that kind of guy. No, but he... But I'm glad he's flipping the bird yeah, to these yes. other industries. <laughs> oh, and by the yeah. way, now Dane Cook will offer a $6 special. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, a computer. You do it on your computer. It was my idea. It's so cool. I watched a movie with him. The What's other that, day. a boot? Uh, it was live streamed with Dane Cook, and it was a drama. He should stick to copying people on stage. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of he's doing not a good actor. He does sorry, his own Dane. thing. He's in trouble. It was pretty terrible. Uh, and speaking of big sales, this is uh, something else that uh, the entertainment industry needs to be aware about. Because when you say entertainment industry, usually you don't think of video games. That's true. The thought is TV, movies, music, music, things like that. Pay attention 
entertainment industry, video games. You probably heard about this. Um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 mm-hmm. crossed the $1 billion sales mark Good God. in a record amount of time. Now, they measured it against Avatar, mm-hmm. which uh, in 17 days hit a billion. Sixteen days for Call of Duty. Shit, a billion. It's a great game. Yeah, it's, I mean, take, it, take that, James Cameron. Yeah, it's better so, than Skyrim. Take that, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> so there it is. It launched on November eighth. One day sales of four hundred million in North America alone. Oh, and the UK alone. Good lord, uh, it, it just amazing. Yeah. So uh, there you go. It is now among the rarefied group of sustained franchises. I'm talking Star Wars, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, the NFL, you know, things like that. Good God. It is a thing. It is a real thing. So let's make a movie that's terrible and ruin the whole franchise. Yeah, they will. They will. They'll do something like that. I'm sure that they're plotting it right now. James Cameron is already planning on it, so (laughs) I'll show you. Um, let's see. Now, you guys uh, uh, have some movie uh, uh, reviews. You, you guys, well, it's, it's the big things this weekend are Sherlock Holmes and, uh, and Mission, Mission Impossible. Impossible. Mission Impossible, Mission Impossible yeah. 4. Go, go see both of them. Both and of them. I was looking at the box office report as of the time of this recording on Saturday. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, it, it, was, uh, it was neck and neck pretty much as far as the income goes. But what was fascinating was that, uh, that, that Mission Impossible did so well because it was only an IMAX yeah, theater. Yeah, it's not even wide released yet. Yeah, so I thought that was pretty notable. Uh, and it's uh, it's gotten some great reviews. You guys liked it, yeah. I know. I will say this. I mean, 90-something you know, percent on And it's only on uh, you know IMAX. As of right now, it's still only IMAX. I would suggest to only see it on IMAX. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the scene where he has to crawl on the side of the t- world's tallest building in Dubai Makes you want to throw up. Mm, oh, yeah. If, if but a good throw up. Th- Scott Pierce would be terrified as shit because he hates heights. <laughs> right. And, and just the camera goes all the way to the top of the building. Yeah. And then it drops all the way down. <laughs> and it's in IMAX format. But, and and I, don't get, I don't get afraid of heights. Yeah. It took my well, breath away. The mm. camera shot that I love is when he goes out the window. The camera's right behind him and then it goes above him. And, and so it shows you that fucking drop. It's a bird's eye, you know, bird's eye view just right above his head as he steps out mm-hmm. onto the, you know, the, the ledge of the building. Uh, oh, it, it's my, my, my heart went right in my throat. <laughs> well, the, the thing that kills me is some of the weird reactions as because it's Brad Bird's first live action film. Mm-hmm. Brad Bird, animation director mostly. Uh, in, in, Incredibles, Iron Giant, Rat- Ratatouille. Rat- yeah. Ratatouille. And, and everybody's like, oh, wow, who knew he had such a flair for action? Uh, did you watch The Incredibles? Yeah. Hell, even the action sequences of Ratatouille. You know? yeah, seriously. Yeah. I mean, there's some shit going on in I, that that was pretty, pretty well, exciting. The, uh, why people are... Shocked by it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, The Incredibles is one of the greatest superhero movies to date. And that's, it is. that's not just compared to animated <laughs> and, superhero right. you know, hero, all live action and, you know, and... Pixar doesn't have dumbasses usually, you know, working for him. They know what they're doing. No, he's a smart dude. Yeah. I mean, it, I, it was great to interview him when we did the Ratatouille thing. Yeah. And uh, when when he said he was going to do live action stuff, I went, oh man, cool. Yeah. You know, the was... one the one rumor that I heard before it was coming that this was kind of going to be Tom Cruise passing the torch to Jeremy Renner. It doesn't appear that way. No, mm-hmm. I didn't. I don't nah, think so. Not really. Well, and I think what Tom was was going to do was, well, we'll see if it makes any money. Yeah, that <laughs> doesn't make any money. I'll pass it along. There's probably a, <laughs> another what, deleted scene where, yeah. where he, he dies, and I'm sure he's got another one in him now after this box office weekend. He'll, he'll Zenu will tell people still like me. Z, yeah, Zenu needs dollars, Tom. So 
you'll we're, continue to make these movies. We're going to need a bigger volcano. Conversely. <laughs> oh, my Christ, that Rock of Ages trailer. Oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, oh, 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 shit. That just hurt. It's so bad. Oh, it's awful. And, and that's the play. That's the thing. That's the play, apparently. Yeah, right. I, I was talking with Richie, of with, course, you know. <laughs> he knows his plays. And, it, yeah, that's that's what it is. Yeah. And it looks just awful. And I can't uh, remember. Uh, uh, fellows, fellows, uh, may I remind you that you cannot review a film based on just a trailer? <laughs> well, I'm sorry. In this case. Yeah. Yes. I the, think maybe you can. The movie sucks based on the trailer. It instantly gives me diarrhea. Yeah. Sure can. Oh, it, it, I did. I got physically ill. Yeah. And, 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 and you know that part at the end, the I love rock and roll. That's him. That's Cruz singing. Oh, yeah. And it's the worst one. Out of all of them. I think but, if you, he's, but he's the the big star, the deity, yeah, yeah. the rock deity. I, I, you, know? Yeah, you know what I was having flashbacks to when I heard that part? Pierce Brosnan singing in Mamma Mia. I, <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Ooh. And I can't think – I think there's another song right when it's like you know doing the credits at the very end, you know, coming yep. in soon. And I think if you listen very closely, it's Alec Baldwin singing. Oh, no. And I think it sounds Alec like Alec Baldwin shit. singing like this. <laughs> I, I swear it was him. Oh, but they, they didn't show footage of him singing, yeah. so I think it's him. But, uh, okay, so Mission Impossible, you liked it. Go see it in really IMAX good. is what you're saying. Not in 3D, is it? Nope. No. No. Oh, interesting. God. Interesting. God, no. Okay. Uh, now. A, 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 a gimmick format that I'll actually endorse. All right. Uh, <laughs> so uh, then uh, Sherlock Holmes. Better uh, than the first. Way better than the first. Yep. It's more like a Guy Ritchie film. I saw some uh, extended uh, scenes. It was on TV somewhere. Uh, no, an extended look, whatever it was. It was yeah. during American Horror Story, I think. Oh. And uh, they showed some of this extra stuff, them running through the woods and being oh, shot that's, at. That scene is, is yeah. stunning. And they're being shot at with like cannon fire or something. Uh-huh. Or something? Yeah. And guns and, and the and sound the, of wood getting yeah, ripped through. The bullets and cannonballs are hitting the trees and yeah. splitting them and they're like... <sighs> it's like, it's like <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I said earlier, it's a little bit like The Matrix, but not as corny. And there's the shot of uh, Jude Law like jumping over this, you know, uh, hump, and a bullet goes right through his jacket. But it's <sighs> it's like you know, super slow. It's so good, and the sound it makes too. Yeah, they, I love that. They stuff. call the giant cannon Little Hansel. I love that shit. All right, God, it was fun. So yeah, and I, I I could understand what Robert Downey Jr. was saying this time because I've said it before that uh, in the first film it sounds like uh, Brad Pitt gave him lessons in Pikey talk, <laughs> and. Uh, he worked on his accent. And and the villain is so much better. I mean, I like Mark Strong a lot, but... But, man, he was so memorable. Yeah, yeah. forgettable. I, yeah, I can't remember. I saw the movie. I can't remember who the villain is. And, and, and I the, just remember cool fighting sequences and stuff, but uh, this God, is, it's God, Moriarty. Yeah, yeah and, and the relationship between him and Holmes, uh, to me, it's like Batman and the Joker. Like, well, two, yeah. two masterminds that... And I love it because they have, in the film, like these like very civilized conversations where... You know one of them just wants to punch the other one in the face, but they can't do it. Yeah, they're, so the they're, tension they're, builds and builds and builds, and when when the shit hits the fan. Yeah, it's oh. it, and Moriarty is Richard Harris's kid. Yeah, Jared Harris. That's really Richard Harris's kid. That's really Jared or uh, Richard Harris's kid. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, okay. You learn things on this show. And he and he was great on Mad Men. Yeah. Jared Harris. He was yes. So go see that, and also go see uh, Pat Oswalt's movie. Young adult. Young adult. Young yeah. Oh God! Young and, adult. And, and recognize the the addiction of toys and and that's what, it, it, that's he, what I'm afraid of. It because I mean, <laughs> he, essentially, he's playing himself. You know, this geek who makes you know hybrid action figures and 
and uh, and has He's like a, putting He Man and GI Joe figures together. Yeah, and has, has a distillery with uh, in each blend that he's making uh, in his garage uh, have Star Wars names. It's it's patent, but there's a very dramatic twist that they add to his character where he could have easily blown it, and, mm-hmm. and he doesn't. He does a really great job. Cool, and, and he should be recognized for he's, it. Oh, he's no Dane Cook. That's right. That's true. Uh, let's see. So uh, go see uh, those three movies. You've got three good movies to go see to stay away from your family during the Christmas season. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, and we uh, we would be remiss. Uh, we'll wrap things up here. We'd be remiss if we didn't note uh, Joe Simon passing. Yeah. Co-creator of Captain America. Uh, I, honestly, I didn't know he was still alive. That's terrible to say. Uh, 98. I say 98. Yeah. yeah, I actually got to email interview him for Big Shiny Robot. Really? Year. That's right. cool. And it was great. I, I'm sure... I am sure the answers were actually done by his agent. But, Could be. Yeah. But let's pretend it wasn't. But, yeah. uh, he's <laughs> but, but, the, uh, but that was a thrill. That really was. He's the co-creator, of, for those who don't know, look him up, co-creator of Captain America, New York native, uh, worked with uh, Jack Kirby, uh, the illustrator, famous illustrator, uh, comic illustrator, the king, they call him, mm-hmm. and uh, began one of the most uh, prolific and influential collaborations in comics history. Uh, the pair uh, were quickly... Uh, Caught the eye of Timely Comics, the precursor to Marvel, where they produced Cap in 1941, mm-hmm. uh, with the you know Cap punching Hitler famous cover. That's that was all of them, and uh, they rapidly rose through Timely's ranks and became a uh, uh, Simon did the first editor in chief at Timely. Uh, he brought Kirby on board as, as art director, and then they went on to move to National Comics, which mm-hmm. would later become DC Comics. So, I nice. mean, they, and, they, they were the beginning. And they begat almost every subgenre of comics to begin, like westerns, romance, horror. horror uh, Kirby and Simon. They were the guys. And it's good that you got to stick around to see a good adaptation to, on film. Uh, I think so. Oh, 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 and by the way, Joe Simon also hired some snot, snot-nosed young punk named Stanley Lieber. That's true. To, to work for time. <laughs> That's true. If you know who that is, true believers. Stand the man. <laughs> I'm the creator of... Uh, Stripperella, Stan Lee. <laughs> All right. uh, hey. Anything else before we go? You guys have uh, oh your Facebook uh, yeah. challenge. Yeah, we're uh, Vice and I are doing a, a charity event on our Facebook page with the big movie mouth off. And uh, so we're asking if, if, you, if you've already liked the page, thank you. Mm-hmm. But tell all your friends about this. And if you haven't liked it, get your ass on it and do it. Because right now is the best time to not only do we have free passes for movies and all that fun stuff and do giveaways. But right now our, our home for the big movie mouth off, Brewies Cinema Pub. Will for every like that we receive on the page, they will donate one dollar to the Boys and Girls Club uh, in in Utah, uh, up to a thousand dollars. Now, so part of the part of the uh, the paying for it though, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Ruby said we're not just going to do this to help you uh, guys. And, no, and, 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 and by the way, let yeah. me correct one thing. Yeah, thing oh, really quickly. Sure. Uh, it's actually City Weekly and their readers who raised the funds that oh that Bruvies is donating. They, okay. they raised the funds actually for the the stupid fine that they. Received for Hangover Two. Oh, that's right. And so they, Bruvies had said, "Well, we already we, we, when the news broke about that, it happened two months prior." And Bruvies is like, "We already paid the fine. Like, we don't need the money." So City Weekly said, "Well, do whatever you want with it." And so they were like, "We want to do it to charity." So we said, and they and they love us, so they said, "Let's do a fun event." But, so, but in order for this is where the <laughs> the paying for the party oh, comes. Vice in. and I are paying for it for every for every like that we see. Again, the dollar goes to the charity. But Vice and I will watch one minute of Little Fockers. <laughs> So, so, yeah. so you can do two things with a simple click of a button. Yeah, you can get raise money for this charity. Yep, 
and punish you two. Yeah. Yep. Especially with, if you're a Twilight with, fan with, and you, <laughs> you want to see us. Yes. So, so if, they've, if, if these two have ever said anything yeah, if that ever has offended, pissed you off yeah. or offended you, now's well, the sure. time. Go and like them. So it's, and, it's, and like I said, it's up to $1,000. So that means 1,000 minutes we are potential. That's 16 hours and 40 minutes of little fuckers. That, that means how many viewing? Uh, it 11? Is, no, it's, 11? it's uh, just over 10. Right. So what we're going to do also is that we will watch nine of the episodes at or episodes nine of the screenings at my house. We're going to tweet. Uh, we'll Facebook post. We're going to try to get a camera to film us. We're going to do it consecutively, back to back to back to back. Uh huh. At, at at one point there will be a shot of me like Blair Witch Project with snot running down my nose. <laughs> Vice will probably like, die. I'm so afraid. And then the last screening we're going to do out, down at Bruvies on January fifteenth. It's all going to take up place on January fifteenth, and. Uh, and then after that screen of Little Fockers, we're going to do a, like a good movie that we're deciding. A good movie. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was almost thinking Airplane. Yeah, something Some, like that. Something that's actually funny. So, <laughs> so it's really, you know, if, if I know times are tough, and if you can't give a dollar, let Brewies give it for you. Yeah. Just click, click the button. And, uh, for, it's for Christmas. It's for the kids. For God the, damn it. Just think of the children. And think of the blood coming out of the eyes of these two. It's going to be bad. Yes. And, and we started this a couple days ago, and we're already up to three hours, so 180 uh, dollars will so be donated. That's at least twice, right? Uh, yeah. Yep. We, we are at definitely two screenings now. Are you counting the credits at the end? Uh, yeah. Oh. Because Stephen, you need a break. Well, well, and, and, I want to say and, it's like bloopers. And, 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 well, and, and, and as everyone knows, you must stay till the end of the movie to show your appreciation for the people who did the technical oh, things involved in the film. Mr. Renshaw, you stop. <laughs> All right. Uh, so there you go. That's uh, anything else uh, going on before we uh, get back to the episode Hate Mail from Gay Island? Uh, I have a fun website for people to go to if they love science. It's called symphonyofscience.com. Oh, nice. Explains a lot of sciencey things with auto-tune songs. Now that <laughs> I could use that, yes. As you know, I can't learn unless there's a cartoon involved. Absolutely, and I and I and I think you will dig symphonyofscience.com because I I thank Donald Duck for teaching me math and <laughs> Jiminy Cricket for teaching you Jiminy. morality. Yes, exactly. All right, uh, let's get back to the uh, episode. Uh, thank you, gentlemen, for uh, the, this broken news. Uh, back to the episode of GeekShowPodcast.com called Hate Mail from Gay Island in just a moment. Dr. Bolt's Comic Connection for the holidays. Yes, Dr. Bolt's is where the Geek Show does its comic book business, and you should too. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake City, or just uh, follow the link on GeekShowPodcast.com. Some of the uh, deals they've got going, of course, uh, during the uh, month of December... All back issues are 50% off all month long. And uh, November 30th through the 6th, all gaming stuff is 20% off. December 7th through the 13th, all trades and graphic novels are 20% off. December 14th through the 20th, all toys are 20% off. December 21st through the 27th, all statues and apparel are 20% off. December 28th through the 31st, 25% off everything in the store. So go and see them, 2043 East, 3300 South. The hold service is free, and they're the nice comic book store in Salt Lake. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Oh, hi, it's Carrie. I always like to support local causes, local companies, and especially if they're geeks, that's a double bonus. What am I talking about? Coast City Styles. Yes, they're based here in Utah. Coast City Styles. Wide selection, huge selection of comic book, pop culture, gaming t-shirts so that fanboys and girls can be geeky without looking geeky. 
a lot of uh, secret message stuff in there, too, that only other geeks will get. And in, in your face stuff as well. Green Lantern, Big Bang Theory, Masters of the Universe, Marvel, Star Wars, uh, Star Trek. They got it all there. And uh, you need to check them out. Not just T-shirts, but, uh, you know, a lot of obscure movie and pop culture, uh, like belt buckles and hats and other uh, movie-related items that they think are cool. Uh, free shipping on all orders over 50 bucks. So you know I love them because they're local, and I love them because they're geeky. I'm talking Coast City Styles, C-O-A-S-T, City Styles, S-T-Y-L-E-S dot com. Tell them Geek Show says hey. And we're back. Uh, this installment Jesus. of Teabag Taliban brought to you by Fox News. Thank you. Woo! I'd like um, to make a personal statement. <laughs> I'll let you guys uh, choose your uh, choose your news. Okay. All right. It's a new game. Uh, you've wow. got uh, mm-hmm. Evil Dead. Okay. Ooh, okay. Got, no, uh, don't care. Daredevil. Yeah. Yes. Uh, care. Care. Sure. Yeah. You've got uh, Cabin in the Woods. I just saw the trailer for it. Yeah. Farrelly Brothers DC superheroes. What? What? Oh, I guess that's what you want. Yeah, yeah let's yeah. do that. Well, no, after, okay, I saw the trailer. Is it the, the, the Farley Brothers doing the Three Stooges? Stooges? Yeah. Uh, it, it looks like dog uh, shit. Uh, uh, it yeah. looks uh, awful. Because I was watching... Uh, Kirby Hayborn's in it. On, I, Kirby is in the trailer, too. On the, yeah. on the Hulu, they've got all of the trailers out. So I saw the trailer for Cabin in the Woods and kind of made me go, ooh, this looks, looks kind of cool. Joss, Joss, yeah. Joss and, Whedon, and then, and then the... Uh, Three Stooges was right after that, and I, I needed to when when, my yeah. when the nun you know came what? out in a bikini. I was like, yeah, I'm done. I was with Seriously. it until Snooky showed up. Oh yeah, yeah. I was there until the Snooky thing, and I went, oh really? Yeah, we're gonna do that. Who is Snooky? Exactly. Okay, so fairly doing a show called doing Oh, it's very nice. Here's here's what they're doing now. After they uh, destroy the Three Stooges, they're going to move uh-huh. to a uh, different thing and destroy it. Um, they're making all of your uh, weirdest superhero fantasies come true. It says here they've cast a slew. Huh? I just hard. I find it hard to believe that they're, the they're weirdest making... superhero fantasies around this table are going to be in that movie. <laughs> they, I so, just find that hard to believe. So the Farrelly brothers are making our Aquaman movie? No. So they're making my line of uh, the Adam suppositories? I'm going to teabag Wonder Woman. Rem- remind me, I've got, uh, I've got uh, Aquaman 3 for you uh, upstairs. Uh, let's see. It says uh, they've cast a uh, band of movie stars as a band of fucked up superheroes from DC Comics. Uh, Leslie Bibb is Wonder Woman. Who's sleeping with Batman? Twenty-four. Okay, well, that's happening in the books. Bobby Cannavale is Superman. Bobby Cavanaugh? Can, it says Cannavale here. He used to yeah. be in. Um, uh, well, he was in the uh, Station Agent. Station and, Agent. Yeah, and I like that. He was that also guy. he married Will on Will and Grace. Okay. Oh. Uh, he's Superman. Kristen Bell plays Supergirl, and what I think is the best casting of the whole thing. Hold on, wait, stop. Oh, you want to think say about again, that? Veronica Mars is going to be wearing the goddamn superhero. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Her and her crossed and eyes. She, yeah, she's cross-eyed. <laughs> oh, but Supergirl. in the greatest bit of casting, in okay. my opinion, the Penguin, uh-huh. John Hodgman. Oh, oh, I like that. Actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's the the PC in the Mac and PC ads. He's on. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I know. He's, yeah. he's on Peter Dinklage. You know, as I as I watch, it's always sunny. I still am shocked that Danny DeVito was the penguin. <laughs> I loved his penguin, though. I loved him, but it was so. I creepy. always get confused. So what I think, the fuck is this? I well, think Burgess Meredith is in. It's always it's. Uh, it, they they talked to Leslie Bibb about playing Wonder Woman. She and she revealed the details in movie forty three which will be comprised of short comedy segments. It's not a giant comic book comedy, it's just shorts. So this is one of the shorts. So it's Kentucky Fried it. Movie. It's Kentucky Fried Movie. But, yeah. That's exactly what they're doing with the Three Stooges as well. It's going to be three half hours. This is going to be a whole bunch of sketches. Oh, uh, okay. 
Uh, the Farrelly Brothers did this compilation of these shorts, and there's a whole slew of us. Hugh Jackman did one, Gerard Butler, Kate Winslet. She what? said, she said, uh, mine is me, Jason Sudeikis, Justin Long, like and Bobby like Cannavale, and like John him. Hodgman is the Penguin. I like all of them. And Bobby Cannavale is is a jacked up Superman who smokes, and we all are these fucked up superheroes. Like I'm sleeping with Batman, he won't call me back. I'm kind of crazy. <laughs> Kristen Bell is Supergirl. Uma Thurman is Lois Lane or something. And or we're something. something. We don't know. She's poetic tree dancing up. in the background. And we're all just dysfunctional superheroes like superheroes who can't get a date. We're all at this speed dating. I'm Wonder Woman, and I have this amazing wig and whole getup, which is fantastic. And I'm crazier than bat shit. It's like she fabulous. Is, like she is really crazy. And so it was really fun because I know Jason, uh, uh, the Batman guy, and he won't call me back, and I love him, and he just doesn't care about me. And wow, she really so, only has yeah. one thing to focus on for the yeah. entire movie, huh? Exactly. So, so that's their next uh, little. So project. They, they went from making feature films to then three short films to now <laughs> several little, short little shorts. So, they, they realize they can't do a, a, a feature, feature anymore. anymore. Is it, <laughs> well, yeah, so is that how past. the the three Stooges is? It's yeah, like three, it's, it's three, three short films, three half hour films, uh, three yeah. Stooges, is it? Because that's that's what the three Stooges used to do. They were right. Yeah, I know. You know, so they're sticking them back to back, and except for Japa tours. No, that was a Superman short. They did. They didn't. They no. <laughs> Blueberries. I saw. I saw Japatours on TBS, and they had the bit right afterwards with the. You um, saw what? Japatours. It was a Fleischer cartoon, a Superman cartoon. Where the. I just don't know look what he's it up. Saying. Sorry. Fucking bail me out, Vice. Why <laughs> 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 a really <laughs> racist Superman cartoon? Yeah. It was a really racist Superman okay. cartoon, and then that right after that, gonna get you, Superman. right after that, they had the Three Stooges bit where the uh, Japanese people had escaped from the internment camp, so the Stooges were hunting them down. Yeah, that's serious. who you want to send out. Yeah, uh, really. <laughs> Wackety, well, schmackety, racist. They should have ended with one of those Bucks Bunny cartoons. <laughs> yeah. Well, now let's not forget, that's back when the, the Japanese were sneaky. Remember, they were right? sneaky They people. were a sneaky people at that time. Yeah. I remember it well. <laughs> you were there. From the cartoons I've seen of it. <laughs> Daffy Duck. That's, was, that's I trust how, him. That's how Kerry learned all of his history <laughs> from Warner Brothers you know, cartoons. You, you all joke. this racism really created a lull in the program. You, you joke. That's where I learned my history. I'm not kidding. I, right. I learned a lot of shit from cartoons. You can't dig the China? No, you cannot. <laughs> yeah. Except on Torchwood. Oh, but you might think you're in That's Rancho Cucamonga. That's true. Uh, let's see. Uh, we got. To, let's get. To, so it's a, hmm, uh, hmm. Oh, okay. This, this is something. Uh, <laughs> okay. Woo! We got this some is, now. No, this is some good news. This is some good news because oh, thank uh, God. we we all liked uh, the first Iron Man. Mm -hmm. yeah. Iron Man. Oh, I thought you were going to say Lanny Barbie's coming out of retirement. And um, <laughs> I don't know Blue what bears. that means. Just, just Google and, it. And, just Google it. And we, for the most part, liked Iron Man 2. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I went back and watched it again, and I, I enjoyed it more yeah. than I did. You I know what? I loved it. I don't care what anybody says. I, I really enjoyed Gwyneth Paltrow and Scarlett Johansson walking away from the... Yeah, wonderful. Very good. And uh, we're all very, very excited for the Avengers. Yes. <laughs> oh, for sure. Well, I think so, it'll be okay. So we're looking ahead to Iron Man 3. Sure. Yeah. Uh, summer 2013. Summer 2013. Isn't that? that when the Star Trek movie is coming out? Yeah. Uh, yeah. In like well, May the, of 2013? The yes. world will be over by then, so no one cares. The Avengers and Star Trek will be released in the same month. What? My Seriously. head will explode. No, oh, uh, 2013. Uh, uh, yeah, Sorry. I, Iron Man, Iron Iron Man, Man 3. Iron Man 3. Star Trek. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. has read the script. Drew Pierce's script. Mm -hmm. Isn't Shane Black directing? And here's, yes, yes uh, and here's what he said about it. 
He said, it's probably the best script I've read in five years. What? What? Mm-hmm. He says, uh, I, I mean, Better things have... Tropic Thunder? He says, things have come so, so full circle that a genre superhero movie can actually be the most artistic bit of writing I read. Isn't that odd? Mm. Yes. Uh, but I think The Avengers is something a lot of the fans are looking forward to. I'm excited about that. But the third Iron Man movie, to me, is an opportunity to go back to the kind of storytelling and character exploration that made the first one good. Uh, Pierce is quickly becoming one of the uh, hottest uh, writers in Hollywood of the genre. It's that would short, not be me. It's his short shorts. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's He is not only working on Iron Man 3, but he's attached to work on the Runaways movie, Ooh, which is another Marvel uh, comic yeah. uh, thing, and Sherlock Holmes 3. Uh, Shane Black worked with Downey on Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Great movie. And they're set to start shooting uh, the third uh, Iron Man early next year in North Carolina. North Carolina? North Carolina. What's an odd... What's great about I say I say boy with 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 Shane Black, uh, you know at at the helm, this is going to be the, probably the first. I loved uh, Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark, but this is going to be like the first time where I'd rather watch Tony Stark just be Tony Stark. I know, and, and I could be like, I could have no action. And this is a guy. This is a guy we know can direct Robert yeah. Downey Jr. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the, the dialogue that's in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. It's phenomenal. Phenomenal. If he puts that into the world of Tony Stark. I don't even put on the suit because I don't give a shit. Seriously, boys and girls, if you haven't seen Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, you need that. And is, I was a late bloomer. Must, that is a must That's watch. That's a great movie. I was a late bloomer on Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, and I watched it maybe just, four months ago just, and just, loved Just it. the plot twist at the very beginning of the movie mm-hmm. that ends up showing how this guy ends up being a consultant on a crime movie. Absolutely. Uh, his, his, his impromptu script read after a botched burglary. <laughs> With a bullet in his arm. Yeah, as he bleeds on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> He's so good. He was just a rookie. Uh, yeah. Let's see. So, so I know one ever told me, is Mrs. Peel in the Avengers? Oh, you, know, you tried that one last time. You know, yeah. Scott, I, I love you dearly. Yeah. I'm just going to give you a little tip because I work with another person who is elderly. Run fast. <laughs> <laughs> He's way more elderly I, than me. I think you say run fast. It's it's the elderly that make that joke. So I'm just saying. I, you will notice that Emma Peel's costume is very similar to the Black Widow's costume. Yes, it's that black leather jumpsuit. So mm-hmm. you could so pretend. You could just pretend. pretend. I love that, Mrs. P. I <laughs> hope Uma Thurman's in it again. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was a great I movie. Ray Fiennes' best movie. And Sean Connery in that bear outfit. Yeah, oh, it was so good. I enjoyed that movie. That really. wasn't a bear outfit. He just had his shirt off. They paid me in Nintendo Wii's. Oh. Uh, let's see. So, so there's that. Uh, Daredevil. I want to bring that back. Uh, the Daredevil uh, movie. It's uh, Ben Affleck in it again. Jimmy uh, tried giving it a chance again. The old one, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, 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 just, I didn't like it. I'm still a fan you know, of that movie. I like, I like Ben Affleck. I think it's funny that Jennifer Gardner beats the shit out of a blind man. Uh, on a playground and in, nobody, in, in and front nobody, of children. And nobody was outraged. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where's the outrage? Just, he, well, it's he, not like he, they he saw the movie, him. for God's sake. Well, That's right, Red Cross. Where is your indignation he, about that? <laughs> he puts his hand on her shoulder so she won't walk away. And she goes, I don't like being touched, which is a perfect Jennifer Gardner impression. And she sounded just like that. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and, and then proceeds to beat the shit out of a blind man in front of children on a playground. I'm not like you do. Either. Yeah. Well, the kids were into it. I he, like, was, he was fighting I back. Like, I like uh, Colin Farrell. I thought he was all right. He was the and, best. Uh, I, I thought he was great. I, I, yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed the uh, camera angles. For Michael Clark Duncan. For Michael Clark yeah. Duncan to make him look huge. That are all <laughs> askew. That makes it look like a fucking Batman television show. Yeah. That's true. I, well, every, every time he punched, and Biff and yeah, Pow. Every time he punched him. Might yeah. as well. Yeah. I didn't hate it. I, I, like, I liked it. I still I, stand by yeah. that. It was... 
you know, I don't hate it. It's better if, than Ghost Rider, like which if came it, from the but same that's, filmmaker. That's the thing is that if we look at it after uh, the Fantastic Four movies and after Ghost Rider, uh, oh, three, it's, well, then about, it's cinema gold. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's. <laughs> I don't know. There's there's quite a few movies that we've had that if they'd come out ten years ago, we would have gone ape shit over them. And I think if if uh, Daredevil had come out before maybe Spider Man, we would have lost our minds. And I it. hate. I mean, I thought the other thing I don't like is the you know it's time to go to work kind of thing, and then we're going to show you know buckle belt and you know weapon and hand and uh, you know him getting dressed the, the, like yeah, a little the, montage, uh, the Mister T montage that yeah. they do in fucking Batman Forever. And I was yeah. like, I thought we were over this shit. Yeah, and he did it again for me. Yeah. For you know what I like, and this is post Spider Man too. My yeah. favorite part was where he in the beginning of the movie. And he comes home and he's just had the shit right. beat out. Yes, yeah. pulling the tooth and out he's, of his right, mouth. Right, that's what had yes. me, and that's why I still love that that's, movie. That's that's what made me go, okay, that, these guys get it. And there's a huge yeah. And he like comes that. home and he's in the shower. He pulls his tooth out that it's loose, and he, and he just takes a handful of Vicodin. A handful of Vicodin. Choose them up. Yeah. Yeah. Choose them up. And then gets into the sensory deprivation tank. So which the is motherfucker cool. can sleep because he can hear. And there's that a, thing. I will say that that is badass. Yeah. And there's they go into this like half an hour. Bullshit origin story. Yeah. There, there's yeah. I really, don't care that they ripped off of P- Burton's Batman. There's a huge difference between the director's cut and the regular cut too, though. In the in the regular theatrical cut, they're standing on the roof. He images her face in the rain, and then they go bone. Right? Mm-hmm. He hears somebody like yell. Deal. There's somebody in the alley. Yeah, help me, help me. And it's like oh, I'm gonna go bone her. Yeah. And but in the thea- in the director's cut, he watches her face in the rain. You hear the. Oh, help me. And he looks at her and says, I have to go. I gotta go. And the beat down he puts on the fucker in the alley is such a, oh, I yeah. got blue balls, I'm killing you. <laughs> yeah. And, and then they the, never get together in, in the director's cut either. And let's yeah. not forget the other thing that was uh, people were outraged about was that uh, he kind of pushed the guy in front of the train. Yep. Uh, you know, That's the, Daredevil. Oh, Daredevil the, would, do, would do that. The, you know? the, the fixer. Yeah, the fixer. Kind of pushed him in front of the train. I think with a few changes and just some editing, it really could have been a great film. It, it was very, and, very and a close. soundtrack. I think for 2002, change. it was phenomenal. Well, and, I think and it, and it did bring us Amy Lee. I think that this new Ghost Rider movie coming out is actually going to be good. I, I can't. Uh, I'm excited I, for it. I, really I am, am seriously. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. I can't. I can't wait for the part where the other films these guys have made are probably the greatest films of all. And I can't and, wait until Ghost Rider fucks the chick at the, the park race. <laughs> and I'm actually feeling good about this Daredevil reboot. Right. Well, I think you could do tell it. us about it, Carrie. <laughs> Well, I will. Yay! Thank you. Uh, This is, uh, I found some of this stuff on Twitter. Uh, It's it's in development, and uh, it's going to be directed by uh, David Slade, 30 Days of Night. Mm -hmm. Hard hard, hard, hard candy. um, But he did a Twilight And hard, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and Hard Candy. Um, he, he did the third Twilight Eclipse, movie. which you is actually... Notice, you know, so it's not on us. Which I, I've seen... It's the only the one best, that I can actually enjoy. It's <laughs> the best of the Twilights. If I if I am forced to watch one of the Twilights, that'll be it. Uh, back in March, uh, we, we told you on this show that uh, uh, Fox and Slade were talking about doing the Born Again storyline for their film. Right. Uh, which is a great story, although I don't know how you, do Gaga. It, how you do it without Captain America. I don't know. And Iron Man. And Iron and, Man. But, and yeah. Nuke. Maybe and, you just let it happen. Maybe we'll let it happen. Um, anyway, so uh, he's been working on the screenplay, and he, he tweeted. Let's see. I'm having a hard. I, I printed this right off of Twitter. I'm having trouble reading it here. DD, Look at it on your phone. DD still on track. Did an amazing job on script with high pressure deadline. Right. We will be doing more work on it. Uh, news in New Year. I've always wondered what the wire would look like 
with a superhero on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, now, that's now, perfect for Daredevil. It, now, there's a reason for that, mm-hmm. and there's another reason for optimism in cons- when thinking about this project. Because another thing that David Slade signed to do was the movie version of Criminal. Oh, sure, yeah. With, with Ed Brubaker, and now he's working with Ed Brubaker on writing. Mm-hmm. And apparently Brubaker's going to take a look at his Daredevil script. Ooh. Oh. So, so they're, they're combining like a feel like the, the TV show The Wire with Daredevil as a superhero because he's not really powered. No. You know, uh, that's well, something and, and to look at. He's different. The best able. Daredevil stories are all gritty. <laughs> He's and incapable. Yes, that's he why is. I don't like the new Daredevil series that much. Oh, the swashbucklery. Su- it's too superhero. It, it, you know what? I was going to bring this up, but I thought it was, since we're on the Daredevil subject, I like my brooding, sad Daredevil. Yeah. Happy-go-lucky no. Daredevil is not so ser- much. It's not serving me. Yeah, I don't like it. Either. I'm giving you it a few more. Clearly biased against blind people. I must be. I I must hate them. No, well, and, them and, I, and they're reading in braille. And you oh, know, it's not like they can hear the show. Go and, ahead and say. And Shannon doing. and I are. <laughs> we're we're in the minority on this because it's hugely reviewed, uh, raved about in reviews, and it's. Uh, I don't know how it's selling. I haven't looked. It's selling pretty good. Selling actually. pretty good. It, we're in the minority on. Yeah, this. I don't like it that much. What you know, it, and I you stopped buying it, Jeff. Yeah. The Daredevil- as soon as he was surrounded by claw. Yeah, I don't want to see Daredevil fighting Claw, the uh, the master of sound, the master of sound who's made out of sound. Or the some Daredevil bullshit. story, the Daredevil story, I want to see is is Kevin Smith's run that he did when they when they relaunched the Marvel lights Marvel Knight story. I I loved Kevin Smith's turn on Daredevil. Just Kevin the, the, Smith is Daredevil. No, the whole bit, <laughs> the whole bit with with who the villain was in that was such a clusterfuck. Because I mean, this person took Daredevil down from the took him apart from the inside out. Well, it was, and it's such a lame villain. Daredevil, is, yeah, such a lame villain. Scene. Daredevil's always kind of been to me uh, Marvel's Batman. And oh yeah, yeah. And, Other and, than Moon Knight, yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> moon pie? What? Yeah, Moon, moon pie. No, moon he Knight. tastes delicious. He's got Mo- a banana center. Moon Knight's kind of like when they when they when they pitch Moon Knight, they're like, "We need a Batman. Let's make him, let's make him different, though. Let's give him a white coat. Let's, let's make him blind. <laughs> <laughs> you dick. Let's give him a big banana. Ooh, what? What? Okay. We're talking about penises. Oh, okay. Oh. All right. <laughs> penises, you say? Yeah, uh, she penises, man. Uh, let's see the. Uh, Don't make me teabag, you see. <laughs> I'll put it right in your forehead, see. I'll call the Red Cross. <laughs> um, I was watching the new girl the other night, and she's like, "They're like, well, do you want to do?" She, and she couldn't fuck. Oh, yeah, it was like, Justin Long. Well, yeah, yeah it was Justin said, Long. She I mean, couldn't make love. This is network television. She couldn't fuck, right? And oh, it's okay. just like, oh my god, what a horrible problem for you, adorable. Zoe Deschanel. Yes. Let me help you. Uh, she's, and she's damaged like, from her six-year relationship to that <laughs> awful guy. You talk about but, minorities. And I, I don't like this show. The, <laughs> well, I, did, I like to watch it because uh, I got to say her underpants. I saw it on the commercial. Do you have I, some, I love this show. Do you I have something against the adorable? Oh, no. I love her. She's adorable. But she goes, how about oh, role-playing? Can you do any voices? She goes... Well, yeah, one of the voices I can do is the old-timey news. Newscaster. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, see? All right, see? And then when she was doing that, when she was trying Justin to get it all just along. Yeah, I want you to get, get that on the bed, does see? Get that on the bed, see? He's going to do a voice, too, tell you so what? he does Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was going to If Zoe Deschanel would have done that to me yes. in her... Yes, Give me so much. I would have never gotten so my what? pants off. I was going to say, what the... And she would have pushed me down on the bed and been like... Get out of the bed, see? And I've been like, 
<laughs> I'm already there. You, you, know, that was, your, you would have pooped yourself? That wasn't the shit. No, that's, oh, no. That's what I sound like when I ejaculate. You guys oh, don't sound like no, that? No, no, no. <laughs> except, except you would have said it in a Jimmy Stewart voice. So uh, saying, I got a very uh, wide and loose dick hole. You guys, <laughs> when you guys ejaculate, it doesn't sound like... It doesn't sound like uh, that's some semen, you see? Yeah. I feel somewhat that's responsible some for this. For I apologize deeply. It, it, it'd sound like this. I've just dropped a major load. <laughs> yes. Oh, Mr. Potter. Oh. Oh. Suzu, Suzu. I need some Kleenex. The sound you make when you're manufacturing a trouser eclair is what? <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's no, um, there's no hiding that from the kids. <laughs> <laughs> when they're in the other room. <laughs> I think Dad queefed again. <laughs> you guys, I'm sorry when I ejaculate. It sounds like a walrus throwing up. <laughs> That's just charity. <laughs> With added chum. <laughs> All right, let's charity uh, over there quietly vomiting. Let's uh, getting let's, new heights. Let's finish this and uh, go eat. You, don't I you can't eat after this. Credits? I don't want to eat. I don't know. Only if you have Can, chum. We just talked about a wal- <laughs> walrus ejaculate. I don't know what the fuck. Like. I don't know. Have you ever seen a walrus ejaculate? All the time. <laughs> okay. I've seen a poster. I bought a zoo. <laughs> I owned a poster of one jacking up before you know, they yeah. jack off. Yeah. It's at Burt's. It's yeah. at Burt's still. Yes. It is. Uh, Walruses see. jerk off with their, little, with their giant fins. And they're... Uh, and their dicks, Google it. their dicks kind of look like a, um, almost look like a cookie, like a spirally cookie. Don't, I'll turn my mic back on, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Scott, don't make me teabag you. I'll do it. He's a professional. Well, they, they You'll never know I was there. No, they, they, they used, paid for teabagging? Yeah, they used him at Gu- Guantanamo. <laughs> Tell me what you know. Right. If they want somebody out of a building, they just have me talking to a mic for like <laughs> Two hours. All right. Let's all, all, right oh pri- all right, prisoners, you have a choice. Talk or we'll waterboard you or teabag you. I'll Not make- the teabag Taliban, no. Or we'll give uh, Shannon Barton a mic, a very loud amplifier, and a 24-pack of Bud Light. <laughs> all right. Let's, let's finish this. Let's put a bullet in it. Uh, well, uh, do you have some DVDs for us? Yeah. Vice's favorite movie of the year, which is Dolphin Tale, came out. <laughs> Oh, no, I had Vice a more favorite movie than that. Yeah, the masturbation Aww. scenes are... Uh, Harry Connick Jr. is hunky. Shut Aww. up. He is hunky. Aww. I saw him running on a treadmill at where I work. It was weird. Aww. Don't ask me why he was there. Stop, love, pa. Stop, love, pa. Futurama Volume 6 is now out. Yay. Yay. Good that's, news, that's everyone. <laughs> uh, Warrior came out. I don't uh, know what that is. It's, oh, that's uh, a, mixed, with, uh, mixed martial arts. Mixed martial arts yep. that had a baby Nick with... Nick Nolte's in it. Actually, Nick Nolte's really good in it. Yeah, yeah. Tom, Tom, Tom Hardy's in it too. Uh, Isn't it? Mixed martial arts had a baby with uh, Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. you're not hitting uh, them hard enough. <laughs> a, a Wall Street movie called Goodwill Mar- Punching. Uh, Margin Call is now out uh, with Zachary Quinto. Eh. Goodwill Punching. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I, I actually I did. thought it was okay. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. I was more bummed out by Columbiana. I'll say that for sure. Oh Jesus, that movie that. was terrible. Uh, a great documentary called Cinna. Is now out about the Formula One race car driver. Mm-hmm. Really great documentary. Uh, <laughs> Vice and I did not care for the remake of Straw Dogs. One. Yeah. Which, no one did, I think. <laughs> no. Uh, a movie with Bruce Willis called Catch 44. What's which, that? It, it's twice as good as Catch 22. I know. That's, right? I'm going to leave it at that. 
Okay, <laughs> Twice good. as good as Chet's good 22. Uh, and the Underworld trilogy Blu-ray is now out. Uh, but the one I left, and I just watched this the other day, it's really good, is Woody Allen's Midnight in Paris. Wait, I think, for me, I think it's the... Uh, best Woody Allen movie well, since match, match Play. For sure, and I think it's the best... I'd say it's probably the best original screenplay of the year. Really? Yeah. Hmm. That's, it's one of my favorites. Is that who you're going to vote for, Mr. Uh, Riccardi? Uh, remember? I just might. I don't know. We'll see. You but, should vote for my movie. Teabag and Galore. No, oh, Mandelabra. Mandelabra. Oh, yeah. It's not written yet. Well, I didn't need a script for that. It just wrote itself. And, uh, oh my God, that has been around so long. I believe Mrs. Peel was in it. <laughs> she, uh, well, and I thought about it, but Diana Riggs said she wouldn't work for what I was offering. <laughs> Tony's not here, but video game-wise, The Old Republic is now out. So he and uh, Brian are and jerking some plaids. I can I honestly know. tell you this game will not pull me in. I mean, they, they said Skyrim would pull me in, and I said it wouldn't. But I, that, they just showed me dragons, and that was the end of that. But Dragons! Old Republic, Old Republic won't get me. They showed me. I saw. I saw it at E3, and then basically you can, you know, you start out as an apprentice or whatever, and you can basically become either dark side or light side. Is right. this is this the connect? This is no, 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 this, no. This is like it's, an, uh, it's a massive online. Yeah, Do you have to breathe like Jeff Weiss in order to play? News, news for news for Star Trek Online's free to play version. My my kid's got an account. He's had an account forever, and so he's being able to preview some of the stuff they're getting ready with the relaunch. Uh, we just put it together that the whole reason why it's launching on January 17th is, you know, 17th day of the first year, 1701. Oh! But with uh, the Old Republic, they basically you can choose whether you want to be good or bad mm-hmm. through, your, through your character. And as I watched it, and this probably says something about me, why would you ever choose to do the good things? Yeah, right? Exactly. They're, like, they're like, you can either save him, some people, or you can really... Or you, because or you if you, you do the off. bad things, the Red Cross is going to get you. Yeah. Yeah. I'll yeah. Red Cross them too. fuck you up. I just cut people's head off with a lightsaber and teabag them. That's all I do. Wait, teabag wait, the wait. stomp. The, the intergalactic Red Cross. <laughs> my galactic balls. <laughs> all right. Wow, with classiest podcast ever. Yeah. Well, it's balls riffing. They can't all be gems. <laughs> they can't, right? <laughs> all right. You toss a bunch, so, bunch of these uh, into the interwebs, what, what, some of them are going to be turds. This is the 19th. We've got one more show before the end of the year. Yeah. Um, I know. So, uh, so, Merry Christmas, you fuckheads. Yeah. I say happy Kwanzaa Bot. Kwanzaa Bot. Happy Hanukkah. Hanukkah. He sounded very angry when he said that. Scared me. All right. It was like scary. scary Put a bullet scary. in it. I would say this: hell to hell with the Red Cross. <gasps> Teabag more ham. Yeah. yeah.